0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Me, You, and Who. On today's episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Tot and Gregory, two amazing dads who just finished their surrogacy journey not too long ago. Um, It was a true joy listening to their story as they first started out with egg donation Um, on to surrogacy. And now they have a precious boy that is very obviously the light of their life. And I am just so excited for you guys to listen to Todd and Gregory. Me, you, and who? Who knew it would take more than two people to have a baby? In a world where infertility is no longer a taboo topic, this podcast will take you through all the different aspects of surrogacy and egg donation through the lens of many who walk this journey in different ways. My name is Whitney Hall, and I am a two-time surrogate, now turned surrogacy coordinator for egg donor and surrogate solutions, the very agency I used when I chose to carry for two amazing families. With this podcast, it is our goal to help guide and support you as you learn about what it takes to grow a family in an alternative way, as well as hear inspiring and beautiful stories of how this path has changed lives forever. We can't wait for you to hear about just one more way happy families are created every day. I'm I'm so excited to get to talk to you guys about um, your fantastic journeys since you did both egg donation and surrogacy. Um, but yeah. Okay. Now you, two fantastic dads with a fabulous little boy. How old is he now?
1: Eight
0: months. Almost nine months. Yes. Almost nine months. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I mean, is he like just so cute and round and precious?
2: <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. He is absolutely adorable. And he's very oh my God.
0: So he
1: weighs 30 pounds. So he's in 22 20 T 20 clothes 20. now. So, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: love it oh my gosh so sweet just squeezing them is like my favorite part
2: (laughs) absolutely
0: what made you guys decide um to go the route of make donation and surrogacy just as the way that you guys chose to um grow your family
2: um and initially we set out speaking with uh a a friend that directed us to uh, our attorney, Karen Persis.
3: Mm-hmm. And we talked
2: about all the options of adoption and uh, surrogacy and with Karen. And she gave us, you know, all the legal advice, you know, between options. And, that you know, there's no right or wrong option. And after talking to her and her recommending uh, surrogate solutions, we decided that that was the route that we would prefer to take, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: To- and we interviewed um, throughout the process. we met with some adoption agencies and mm-hmm. adoption consultants. Um, we talked to friends who had done surrogacy as well, um, mm-hmm. and we talked to friends who adopted. And we heard, you know, different sides of the story and pros and sure. cons. And we weighed those out um, for ourselves. What we thought we would enjoy, you know, the most of the journey would be being part of the surrogacy experience and yeah. getting to getting to be a part of this from really you know, the very beginning all the way through Um, and uh, and m- more importantly, to us, or, or a big factor to us, was just the ability to go through that process and be, yeah. you know, be a, be there every step of the way. Um, since obviously we weren't able to carry the child, you know, ourselves and have that <laughs> personal experience, um, it's a it was the next best thing for us to get to, you know, have a surrogate build that relationship and really follow this process all the way through. And it gave us a much better appreciation as we went through it, even more so than I think either of the expected. Um, to be able to be a part of that process, um, it helped us bond throughout that process mm-hmm. and, and be more prepared for the kid. Not to say adoption probably wouldn't give you some similar uh, options, but, um, you know, this is something that we thought it would be a, a great experience to have. And I'm um, um, really glad we went that way.
2: Yeah. Yep. yeah. And the more we got into it, um, the more we learned. I mean, we learned a lot and we learned a lot very quickly. And <laughs> we i oh thank God for Angela, our coordinator, um, and Crystal, our surrogate, who had or had he done, you know, been a surrogate uh, twice before. Um, And actually, once we decided to do it, we filled out the information. We sent it in. uh, We were told we were the fastest in responding and getting things back. (laughs)
0: Way to they, go, gold star for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, than they had ever experienced because we were so excited and we didn't want anyone to be waiting on us for anything. Mm. And you know, no matter how busy Gregory was as the CFO of the company, he would stop whatever he was doing, get whatever they needed, and get it back. Um, once we had you know the embryos created, we did the uh, genetic testing the first time. Yeah. Um, we had Three embryos, two viable, but only one that, you know, tested normal, you know, normal that they would transfer. Sure. So we let uh Gail know. And Gail said, you know, she didn't think it would take that long. Um in the meantime, we spoke amongst ourselves and said, just in case, because there's a high rate, this may not work, we probably should go ahead and have more embryos ready.
0: Sure. There were- well. And hold on, let me let me pause you. So you um I'm, I'm, I'm going to take us back just a little bit. Um so you found out about the agency through Karen, which we love working with um with Karen. Um at any point in time and you had said that you had talked to friends and things like that. At any point in time did you ever think you wanted to do an independent journey or were you just like no way Jose? Um
1: we had friends who had done independent journey and um they recommended that if we get some help, it would be good. Uh, they had gone through <laughs> it twice, but independently, and course, their second time, they knew what they were doing, but yeah. um, they recommended that if we had someone we trusted as an agency, that it would be very helpful, that they wish they would have used an agency the first time around. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so we didn't really, once we got connected with Surrogate Solutions, we felt very comfortable. It was a lot of good information. We talked to several of the team members, Um, and really just immediately felt comfortable and and felt supported. And once we made that connection, it was never a question that we would try to do something different because we we knew that we needed the help and uh, the the, the ability of the team to connect to us and make us feel supported was instant and really helpful. So it was never a question not to do that once we made that connection.
3: Sure.
2: The absolute clear guidance and direction that we're given. We were basically given a flow chart. And the the initial simple flow chart that we were given <laughs> looked easy enough. However, there yeah. were about there were about a thousand other little things in between each bubble, you know, mm-hmm. that we were initially given, which is good. I'm glad because I would have been super overwhelmed. But without without the guidance and the direction of basically this is what we need to do next, this is what we need to do it by, you know, it would have been a mess.
0: Yeah, no, I totally hear you. So then, so you started with the egg donation side. um, And how, like, how was that process like for you? What were kind of some of those emotions as you were, you know, beginning that journey?
1: Yeah, we um, we got really lucky with that process as well. We had a really great donor who was, um, wanted to connect to us. So we got to have a Zoom call. We got, you know, several email exchanges. Um, and through through our coordinator, we were able to communicate quite a bit. Um, and again, really open dialogue, um, yeah. which is really nice. And again, we knew very little uh, in terms of all the medical procedures and exactly what would be going on. Sure, uh, So sure. we got a good appreciation and, and just learned a ton during, during that process. Um, but it was really helpful for us to, um, again, build the appreciation for everything that the donor was going through. Um, mm-hmm. and the experience mm-hmm. that they have, um, and all the steps it involved, and just the the overall process, right? So uh, we had a great doctor here locally that helped us understand a lot of that, but just being able to connect with the the donor, um, and again, she was super um, um, easy to communicate with, she was very yeah. upfront with kind of how she was feeling and things that were going on, um, and that was really helpful for us, again, to, to understand kind of that her experience and help us appreciate it. Um, so it was a really great experience, and we were really glad to have that opportunity to go through it. Um, more more than else, just, again, to, to understand the whole process and what was entailed. And, uh, again, from that very start, to be a, be a part of it was really fun.
0: No, for sure. For sure. So this was a known donor cycle. You had said that you met her over Zoom and, and things yep. like that. Okay. okay. Oh, that's awesome. So that, I mean, and that just adds even more you know, connection to, to growing your family. That's so great. Did you ever, what were some of those emotions that you were feeling? I know you were getting just so much knowledge and you guys were connecting with each other, but what were some of those emotions as you were going through that process?
2: One of the things that I will admit um, is when we initially started (laughs) this process, I did not realize that you could create an embryo from one individual and then transfer that embryo to a different individual who is your gestational carrier Uh uh-huh yeah i honestly didn't i didn't i had not yeah and once i once we were talking to karen and all this was coming clear about you know hey the person that is carrying the child is not genetically related that you know doesn't share any dna uh i was like wow you know this is makes it a lot easier because you know it's not a genetically related mother it's a gestational right. carrier
0: it's not the traditional surrogacy yes yes
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, i think in terms of how we felt in terms of going through the, the donation process um you start again you start to appreciate it a lot more we again we learned a ton about what was involved but yeah. Um, we really uh, started to, I think, appreciate this experience. It was kind of the beginning of. It's complicated. There's a lot of steps. <laughs> there's, you know, there's, there's the, there's a the medical part. There's the miracle part, and they all come together. Um, and it was, I think, you know, emotionally um, interesting to kind of go through that experience because you're excited and you're nervous, and you start to, you start to understand the like anticipation and the waiting sure. game. So it kind of helped us get ready for that in terms of the the full pregnancy. Um, but, uh, largely, I think it helped us to just really build that appreciation for, um, what the, what the surrogate uh, and what the surrogate would be going through and what the donor goes through, um, Mm -hmm. and just started building that appreciation for the whole process and everyone that's involved. Uh, there's a ton
2: of people.
0: Yeah. That flow chart got real, a lot more complicated.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. When it gets really difficult to get the appointments, you know, scheduled with your, uh, fertility you know and and getting everybody organized again that's where without you guys and the coordinators at surrogate solutions and egg donor solutions uh, you know it, it would we would have been a mess it was I, I, it was yeah I... <laughs> it was it, w- it was highly stressful and emotional in the sense of you know getting the person here to be checked out and then getting the person back you know for the procedure getting the medication to them in their state uh you know all those steps you know, it, it seemed like it was going to be forever before we ever actually got to. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, Gail, we, you know, we're never going to have a surrogate. You know, we're, you know, this is like it's going to take forever. Then it's going to take forever to find a surrogate. You know, which was my fear. And and I'm bouncing off the walls thinking it's going to be 2030 before we actually have a child born.
0: Oh. And,
2: you know, and then of course once we had the embryos. I, Gail, I sent her an email and I said we had. Everybody She just said great, and uh, it was I think like, was it like a day, two days, like a day or two later, she just said, "Hey guys, just you know came across my desk. This person's very close to you," uh, which Gregory had just said. Of course, our you know we'd prefer if our surrogate was not in Alaska, and they yes. laughed and said they laughed and said, "Well, actually, the last that we paired." was in alaska <laughs> and we were like oh but gail said hey we've got this girl that uh came across our desk and she has done this twice before and she said but you know there was an issue with her last you know trial and and it was due to to poor embryos okay. and so you know she said run it by your doctor we ran it by the doctor everything was good we met with crystal via zoom we all agreed you know that she'd been on this journey that you know, she had experience. We felt comfortable. We clicked. Um, and from there, we just it took off,
0: yeah. Well, and I mean, I think it's so easy for to get overwhelmed in the process and to kind of go down that rabbit hole of, oh gosh, it's going to be 2030 before I have a baby. Um, You know, and then all of a sudden when you click with that person, did that give you any sense of relief or, you know, what was that like?
1: Yeah. Well, I think just the fact that we were matched so quickly um, Uh was a big relief. And as soon as we got to meet our surrogate, again, we met over Zoom for the first time, even though we were local, we just met, you know, through, through a through a zoom call um, just to connect for the first time. and um, I think that we spent probably you know 30 minutes talking to her, but as we did, it was an instant you know like pretty to kind of a relief or okay, this is a uh, it's a, gonna be a good match and we felt yeah believe that 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 you know there was someone that was local uh, for us, which is a big blessing and um, that it was a good connection. and uh, I think Todd and Crystal had a pretty instant bond. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it, 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 really did feel like, okay, now this is going to move real quickly, uh, or a lot yeah. more
2: quickly. So, yeah. yeah, it was definitely a sigh of relief, you know, meeting her, talking to her, you know, by the end of it, we, I realized, Hey, she's direct, like she's, she knows what she's doing and, and we all were aligned in what we wanted, you know, along the way.
0: Sure. Uh, No. And that's huge. That's huge in that connecting process. Yeah.
2: So that was the exciting part where, you know, it's like, wow, okay, this part's over, but then, you know, is this going to work? Is this going to work? You know?
0: Sure. Sure. So then you had the added, you know, scenario of you had one embryo, but you were thinking about making, or you were wanting to make more while still going through that process. So tell me what that was like.
2: Well, we had asked, you know, should we or shouldn't we? We got uh, both answers, I think, of yes and no. (laughs) Basically, the the fertility clinic flat out said it's probably a good idea. And so we went ahead and and did that. Um, And
0: you used your same egg donor?
2: No.
1: She was already okay. in another. She was already another cycle by the time we made that decision. Yes. Yeah. Um. And so she wasn't open to, or wasn't able to, to donate again. Um, wow. And and so we chose to go to a bank. Um. And go the uh, different route, but um, it, which worked out well for us. Uh, yeah. But it it was. Uh, it was an easier process to do it that way, uh, but so glad that we had gone through the donor cycle first because, again, that whole appreciation, that experience of going through it, to understand how the how the egg w- that we received from the bank came about, same process and the same you know generous generosity of the donor. Um, sure. You know, having that the the experience of the of the fresh donor um, was really helpful for us. To, you know. Tough to make that decision to go to a bank because we had such a great experience with the donor. Yeah. Uh, but um, knowing that um, it was going to be a, a more um, expedient route for us, and uh, we felt like we had some some good options there, um, so we we chose to kind of take that route for the
0: second second round. No, for sure, for sure. Were you able to have a relationship with this donor through the bank? No, we weren't. Mm, okay. Okay.
1: So, yeah, it's, it's very different. Um, experience the first experience was again personalized a little bit more yeah we we were able to build relationships and we knew kind of uh made that relationship with the donor um the second one was much more transactional right it was it was it was kind of a bank transaction we we yeah we had the information on the donor but uh we weren't able to connect with her um so uh yeah having that first experience i think definitely helped us to appreciate appreciate what we got from the 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 bank, um, and experience of, of, uh, the, of the donor process, uh, sure, but a little you know, much different, uh, in, in the bank tra- uh, transaction.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. So you were going through that experience while also going through your journey with your surrogate with the embryo, your fresh embryo. So yeah. what were what were those new emotions like? We were, we. I feel like we have. Uh, it's a roller coaster, right? You're so excited, and then it's, oh my gosh, here we go, and then we're so excited, and then you know all of that. Tell me more.
2: It was, uh, you know, the, it was the the initial doctor visits, the blood work, the uh, every thing they could do to to you know make sure that everything was perfect. Uh, yeah. With the. Uh, with crystal with the surrogate um and it seemed like it took a long time to get through that process of making certain that you know everything was good to go um and then you know at the i was there for the transfer of the first embryo Okay, um, it was very exciting uh you know, I had Gregory on FaceTime, I believe, because he was he had could not be there, you know. Plus we didn't know if we should both be in the room for the transfer. But it was crazy that, you know, after the embryo transfer had been completed, that the doctor asked the embryologist to take it back into the lab to check under a microscope to be certain that the embryo was not still in the syringe. I was like <laughs> oh my goodness, you know, like, like, wow, this is, this is crazy that it's, you know, it's so so small that it needs a microscope. Sure, Um, sure. Yeah. And actually during the, during the initial meeting with Crystal, you know, the surrogate that we were matched with, she up, she up front told us that she was not married, but she had gotten engaged just, Mm -hmm. you know, just prior recently. Uh, Then Throughout the process of getting to know and through the journey, we were invited to her wedding and attended the wedding and, you know, while she was pregnant. Um, and I'm sorry. Oh, my I totally, goodness. I totally skipped ahead.
0: No, you're good. Ahead. You're good. That No, that leads me, you know, you, you're going through this experience. You guys, you know, kind of have... 2 feet in in both situations, right? Like you've got a surrogacy journey going, you're you're also, you know, going through the egg bank, but you have your embryo. It's a whirlwind of emotions. What were you doing during that time, you know, to foster that relationship? Cuz I know that was so important to you guys to be so a part of what was happening. So what were you guys doing um you know, as you were getting to know Crystal Moore and and starting that journey yeah. to ultimately be led to hi come to my wedding
2: <laughs> yeah. we actually set up a lunch uh in st augustine where we went and met her fiance um and yeah. that was a big sigh and relief because you know when you find out and you know that she's engaged and gonna be married is he okay with this you know there was sure. there's a little bit of a fear of is he okay with this is he you know gonna get in the way or and he was absolutely wonderful i mean could be a nicer guy more supportive you know it that was a big relief i think you know once we met him realized he was so supportive and knows that this is what she'd done and she wanted to do and he was on board he had two kids already crystal had two kids of her own you know they were they were done Mm -hmm. having kids it was (laughs) That was the side really for me. Yeah,
1: I think just in, um, we had a lot of communication, right? Email communication, phone calls, texts. Like it was an open dialogue, and we were at every appointment, whether it was a routine checkup of the pre transfer, whether it was the transfer, whatever it was, we yeah. were there, which, you know, Crystal pretty independent um she told us from the very start she can do this on her own she had done it from from for for remote uh, international sure. uh, uh intended parents before so she had kind of gone through this by herself yeah and she said i can do it you don't need to be at anything uh but I said we want to be there um so you tell us if you don't want us to be there otherwise we do want to be there and yeah. um she respected that uh and she did tell us a few times hey you don't need to come this is for me uh, but uh, for the most part, we were at every appointment. And I think that helped. Chris probably would have told us, and she did before we started, you don't need to be there, I can do it on my own. But I think as the journey went along and she, we were there, we were able to build that team uh, a little bit stronger. I think yeah. um, she she understood how much it meant to us and we were supporting her. She was also supporting us throughout the process and we were able to exchange those um, concerns we had because she's done this before. So she told us something, You know, here's what you should be worried about or not worried about. All right, we're worried about this. or say, oh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Or, you know, you'll want to focus on this or something like that. And if she had something that she was concerned about, she was free to tell us. So I think being able, again, being local was really nice because every appointment we were able to get together Uh, and communicate and start building that level of of dialogue and trust yeah um and that helped and then again meeting in person for you know meeting her family um and and that kind of thing was really uh you know kind of helpful along the way as well uh but really we, we had daily text messages emails uh and sometimes just you know small things but um, not necessarily even related to something that was going on, but more happy birthday or you know some, some things like that, yeah. kind of as we got to know each other and and build that relationship. So um, that helped us a lot to again, ease our anxiety a little bit because uh, she was able to you know tell us uh, what to focus on or she knew that what we wanted to know or or what
0: sure. we thought,
3: uh,
1: was important to us. So um, it was it was a really good experience.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the, that communication factor is so key. And then, you know, what did what did support look like for y'all? And then what did support look like for her? How did you support her? And how did you feel supported? Obviously, communication was one of the biggest ones.
1: Yeah. So uh, we we clearly know nothing about having a kid about what the whole process <laughs> would entail. Uh, so a lot of it was just, hey, what's coming up next? How, you know, what are you feeling? What is what is the next process going to be? Um, what should we be thinking about, right? Not in terms of the 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 journey that we were on together, but you know, um, from when we're bringing the baby home, what what should we be expecting? What you know, from the she would tell us of kind of from the get go. Here's the delivery day. Yeah. What, what to what to expect and what we will want to be thinking about. Um, so a lot of it was just um, her insights and kind of helping us think ahead and planning ahead. Um, and again, she would. Taught a uh, pretty uh, more of a worrier or or has, you know, uh, a little more anxiety (laughs) around some things. And she would, she, again, they had a really great relationship and she would get to, you know, calm his fears and um, help him think through um, some, some, you know, if he was thinking about something, she's like, Todd, don't worry about that. We've got this covered You know, I've got you. And, you know, she really was just there to, you know, she got to hear us and, and our concerns and then for us to support her, it was really, you know, again, I think, um whatever she needed we were there for um again we showed up at every appointment we were you know her advocate to the doctor um, mm-hmm. and we always said it's your you know we are here to support you obviously our child is important but you know you're just you're just as not more important th- th- through this journey so we want her health and safety to be paramount and we had that um ex- communication with her throughout the whole experience and really understood what she needed and if she wasn't going to say it we would say something to the doctor sure. for her. Um, and, you know, make sure we were advocating for each other. Um, and she did the same for us. If she knew that we wanted something, she would tell the doctor, hey, here they want this. Uh, and so yeah. it was just starting to, you know, build that communication was really important. Um, and again, it wasn't just communicating on the journey itself. It was, you know, about things that were going on in our lives and um, you know, starting to be friends really, um, and 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 getting to know each other.
2: And even along the way, you know, we'd say, "Hey, if there's anything we can do for you." And most of the time, you know, the answer from her is, "No, I'm good." And, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, but, and it, <laughs> there was a moment where she actually got COVID while she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, she needed one of her injection locations from the doctor. They did not have it in stock at the Anywhere near her in Farmacy. Palm Coast.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: So I called the doctors on a weekend and I finally got the nurse to, you know, I, I'm like, hey, can I come to the office and get this injection, you know, that she needs? And we she finally found out at Publix. I went to that Publix and drove it down to Palm Coast. So, you know, I was <laughs> at least, and some soup. Yeah. I was able to get <laughs> yeah. soup. several <laughs> soups. Yeah. So I left several soups and the injection medication at her
0: doorstep,
2: you know, and took off because I didn't want to bother her. You know, she was sick.
0: Sure. Uh, oh, that's so sweet, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. So, um, okay, so going back to your story, because we had kind of, we bounced around a little bit. So I know, Todd, you were there at the transfer. Did that first transfer take?
2: It did not. Okay. That one Um. And we knew right away. It wasn't like there was any doubt. Okay. Like it just the doctor said, you know, within a few days. Like they just knew. They're like they just knew. Yeah. Okay. It, it, well, there was never any heartbeat. There was nothing. There was the the h hCG. Uh, yeah, levels weren't up. Like it, it was. Yeah. So it wasn't. I mean, I guess if it's not going to take, I'd prefer that. Like the way it doesn't take. I mean, in other words, it's easier because it's not like, Hey, we got excited. Something started. It just never took. So
0: it just never took. Okay. And what was, what were kind of those emotions like, and how did you, you know, kind of team baby between you, Gregory, Crystal taught, you know, how did you guys support each other with kind of, you know, that disappointing news?
2: I reached out to the fertility clinic, to our, our coordinator there and i just told her hey i feel like the sail you know like the wind has just been knocked out of my sails
3: mm. uh, at
2: this point and that uh, you know it, she assured me that you know they would do everything that they could you know that sometimes it happens um and we decided okay you know we're gonna do this we've got two more grade a plus plus whatever you know yeah embryos well, there had been some discussion on the genetic testing and we decided you know with our doctor we're not doing the genetic testing on the embryos to suck around we don't know if it's a boy we don't know if it's a girl blah 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 so we just went with it and i had just had back surgery so gregory went to the second transfer okay i
0: would say, I
1: would say from from the you know when when the first transfer didn't take it was for me, it was a little bit hard because um, you're excited, right? And, and we we were yeah. ho- hopeful, obviously. So this, you know, the first time to go through it, we knew there was obviously you know th- th- a strong chance that it wouldn't take. But um, you know, it, it's still hard, and particularly because we had with our donor, we only had the one embryo, and so it right. was that one shot. And we had built that relationship, and we were really excited because we had that experience, and that was something we had looked forward to being able to tell our child that. You know this is this is how you came about, and we had this relationship, and we could continue that relationship through you know throughout his or her life. and um, huh. so that was a big disappointment to me personally, because yeah. you know we had we had really appreciated that that experience and um, it meant something to us, right? That was even you know, that embryo was every embryo special. but that embryo was even more special to us because of that experience. yeah, and but and that was our one shot at it, and it didn't work. And so that was really, you know, to me, um disappointing and 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 emotional because uh, of you know just that that was our one opportunity with that donor um but again Crystal had gone through this before um she yeah. had had uh transfers that had not worked um and she you know reminded us of those experiences and that she had had ones that had worked and she was you know very sure. optimistic around we're getting back in the saddle, we're going again. It not like she needed to think about it or wanted to wait around. Like she was just like, we're ready to go, you know, let's do it again. You know, so she was really, you know, supporting us through that experience to say uh, that she was on board. She she was when we were ready, she was gonna be ready. And if we wanted to take a while, she was ready to take a while, but she yeah. was ready to go as soon as she could. Um, and so that was also really, I think, helpful for us to know. She's done it before she understands she's ready to go again made us more excited to try again yeah um, and similar we had friends who had a similar experience of going through a second or third try they finally were successful so again we were prepared that it wouldn't happen but uh you know it's still hard it's really hard when, when it doesn't work yeah. um but uh you know again great support from crystal from our doctors uh, from the from the uh, surrogate solutions and and egg donor solutions as well, in terms of helping us understand what the risks were and opportunities were, and and to prepare us to to move on to the second uh, second try.
0: Mm, no, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And so we
2: actually were in the mountains hiking on the second when we were creating the second round of embryos,
0: and I had a
2: very small signal. We're hiking in the mountains. I get the phone call. It's the embryologist uh-huh. from the fertility clinic. And she's trying to tell me, you know, that, hey, here's how many fertilized, here's how many areas I have. And I'm getting like every other word. And I'm telling <laughs> her, I'm like, it's the fertility clinic. I'm trying to hear, I'm trying to move to a different tree, to a different side <laughs> of the mountain. And I finally understand that we have, you know, we have so many embryos, but two of them for sure are the best quality grade A, you know, she's giving me all these terms. I'm like, sure. Okay, so we know we have two, you know, we have two more shots of this that are grade A, you know, perfect quality embryos. Yeah. It's just funny that we have to be on the side of a mountain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting there and at the end of it, you're just like, look, just tell me if it's good or not. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> so you did your second transfer. Gregory's there, how, what was that, how was that experience different from your first, especially after going through a loss?
1: Um, So Todd had to go to the first uh, transfer. And so I had heard kind of what it would be like. uh, And then I go to the second one. And um, so I was a little more prepared, I guess, in terms of what the experience would be. Sure. Um, But um, yeah, just for me, it's just as exciting because it's my first time to see it uh, and be there. and I think it was right at Christmas, and so the doctor comes in with little antlers on his head. And, <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so, you know, it's an interesting um, you, what you could see with his little antlers on his head as he's you know in front of the surrogate was uh, quite entertaining. <laughs> so everyone had a good sense of humor about it, but uh, you know, it is. It's a very it's a medical procedure, uh, but you again you kind of have to remember there's the there's a the, there's the medicine, and then there's the there's the medicine piece and then there's the miracle piece. Right. And to see that kind of come together was, you know, real, real special and um, something I wasn't quite expecting really. Uh, It was Mm -hmm. was pretty, pretty fun.
0: Mm. Oh, I'm so glad. And so then the second one took.
2: Yeah. Yes. We were actually, yes, we were, um, we had gone out to Gregory's parents for Christmas in Texas. um, And it was, it was just before Christmas? Right after Christmas. Or it, was just right, it was right after Christmas. Yes. And uh, actually I I had gone to take a shower, the phone rang, it was the filty totally clinic, I picked it up, and they said, hey, it took. You know, <gasps> uh, the 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 levels are up from the blood work. Um, you know everything looks wonderful. It's she said it needed to be. What a you know at a whatever the level, numbers were, it yeah. was like three hundred or three thousand times higher. So she said, "I'm about ninety nine percent sure you're good." And um, <laughs> so of course I raced out to tell Gregory, and you know so he could hear her telling me this. Um, we were ecstatic. We immediately called and talked to Crystal. Crystal said that she knew and she was wanted to wait until she was wanted to tell us on Christmas, but she wanted to make sure. Oh. And,
0: you know, yeah.
2: and uh, so it was a, that was a moment of, I actually recalled <laughs> the tears coming down my face, you know, when we got that call that, yeah. it, you know, that it looked like it was a successful transfer. Um, that was, that was an emotional moment.
3: For sure. While, while
2: he was in a towel. And I yes, and I was literally like, yes, I ran through his parents' living room in a towel from the shower as as I took this phone call.
0: first, we're on a mountain finding out we have embryos, now we're yeah. running around in a towel. I love it, I love it, yes.
2: and of course, his parents know what the call is for me to run through their living room in a towel, grab him, and go into another room. They knew what they knew what the call was about. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. That is so sweet. So then we went on to have a fantastic, you know, journey. That relationship grew even more with Crystal. What were kind of some of those most memorable moments that you had throughout the pregnancy?
2: Uh, I think one was when we went with uh, her whole, like her whole family. In other words, uh, James, her fiance, his two children, and Crystal and her two children out of the Cheesecake Factory. And, mm. uh, we just had just like a meal- two or th- two or three hour mealtime, you know, family dinner. Um was one. The other was their wedding. Um mm-hmm. and it was funny whenever she said, you know, I'll be carrying your child at our at our wedding. <laughs> they, had, <laughs> they had moved the date up and we're like, Great. And you know, we went and there were we didn't know anybody, but it was interesting. People knew us and they they ran <laughs> right over. <laughs> And uh, so we had a really good time, um, throughout that. Uh, yeah, I would say too, just, again, we went to every appointment and, yeah. um, usually
1: Crystal's fiance was there. Yeah. With, our husband, uh, subsequently was there, um, with, with her. And so, uh, when it was, it was a party. an ultrasound yeah. or whatever it was, there was, there was a party every time. Uh, and usually it was Todd and, or I sometimes both of us, but, um, it was it, it, every time we got to go it was a good way to connect and it was you know at some points weekly that we were seeing each other uh but uh, for me i think some of those memorable moments we the first ultrasound right the first heartbeat uh, i don't yeah. think Felix was there for that. One. i think it was just us but you know we're you know in these tiny rooms and you're in the corner watching this thing on the screen but um you know that is just crazy like so I, you know we're all holding crystals holding one hand of mine and one hand of talks we're trying to hold each other's hands like uh, you know, it is, uh, it was a really just the the overwhelming emotion of, you know, been waiting for this to happen and the ability to to make it happen was so exciting mm. and uh, get to share that together. And then just throughout the process, you know, every time there was, you know, uh, sound or something, we were all there. My mom went to one of them. She was in town, so she got to go to one of them. And Crystal really did welcome, you know, everyone to be a part of the experience that we needed, that that we wanted uh, to, to be with us. And um, we did the 3D ultrasounds uh, and she, sure. she said, we weren't going to do it. And she said, no, you should do a D, whatever it's called. And she said, no, you should go do it. So she set it up to go. We actually had to do it twice because the baby wouldn't cooperate the first time.
2: Yeah, Crystal, <laughs> when Crystal reminded us that she said, you know, you guys had said you wanted to do this, you know, and we're get, this is getting towards the end. And we were like, yeah. well, yeah, but we don't, you know, you've got, you know, so much going on and you're not feeling too well right now. And she's like, no, she's like, you guys want to do it. Let's do it. Set it up and so yeah she set that up and throughout the ultrasounds uh another moment was we had been asked along the process at some point and you know, do you want to know the sex and we we're like yeah and uh, they yeah. said okay it's a boy and we we're like oh yeah great it's you know so we're on the way to the TPC. gregory i told gregory i said you know what they're back up with furniture and stuff and he looked he's like oh my god it says that if i order now this furniture it won't be here until like literally two weeks before, you know, the due date. So he's ordering furniture while I'm waiting to get into the TPC, Players Championship Golf Tournament. We're placing the furniture order. It's all, uh, boy. It's boy, you know, um,
0: Typical blue, all of the themed, things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> safari,
2: safari themed, you know. Oh, cute, 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 cute. We cute. went to another ultrasound after we've, you know, bought, ordered, like all this stuff. And uh, the lady says, you know, do you guys know, you guys want to know the sex? And Crystal's like, we already know it's boy. And we're like, yeah, we already know. And she's like, I don't think so. Oh, <gasps> no. We're for like a minute, like, I think our hearts, all like, at least ours is skipping a beat or two. And. <laughs> Then, you know, by the time that she ultrasound was over, she then confirmed, though, that it had actually, you know, was a boy. Was but a there, boy. You know, yes.
3: Yeah. And, and she was, oh, there it is.
1: And we all screamed, Penis! <laughs> <laughs> all <of you. laughs> Including Crystal. That was all of us at the same time, did it? Yes. And, uh, so we're like, oh, the hospital got it, or the, the clinic got a Got
0: A good wake up right then, but uh, yeah, it was fun. I love it, I love it, I love it. That's hilarious. Was there, you know, this during the pregnancy? Obviously, you had the struggle of um, you know, losing the first embryo and and all of that. Did you ever what kind of struggles or maybe you know, just insecurities that you maybe perhaps experienced throughout the pregnancy up to delivery day? Daily. <laughs> daily, daily insecurities.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, just in terms of, uh, again, we were really lucky. We got to see Crystal weekly almost. I mean, we yeah. were connected to her. We could see her progress and definitely felt connected to her and the experience. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's, it's a little bit out of your control, right? So it's sure. not like your traditional pregnancy where you're watching your wife or your partner on a daily basis. Uh, you know, So some of it's out of your control and you're trusting that the person's doing the best. And, you know, again, we have full faith in Crystal, but yeah, it's sometimes you're, you, you just got to remind yourself that she knows what she's doing. She's doing a good job, you know, like yeah. it, it's going to be okay. Um, and then there's the doubt for ourselves in terms of, are we ready? And are we prepared? And what are we? What are we getting into here? Sure. Um, but uh, um, again, that's where I think having uh, our um, um, consultant with Angela was really helpful because uh, we could talk mm-hmm. to her about what What are we expecting? What's coming up next? What are, you know? Here's here's what to expect this week and the next week and the next and our this appointment and the next appointment. So that took away a lot of those concerns or uncertainties because you kind of at least procedurally knew what was coming up. Sure. Sure. And some of the, what to be looking for, what, what to be expecting. So you knew that what was kind of normal. Um, so I think that helped me a lot, at least to, to ease a lot of my fears, at least about the process. Um, the fears of parenting aside, uh, which uh,
2: again, that was a, that was a daily, daily. Concern.
0: I don't think those ever go away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was, there was always the stress and, and the fear of the farther along it got, like I would have, just a random moment on a day where I would freak out, you know, like Mm. where it's like, Oh my goodness, what if this fails now? Um, Sure. And, you know, I, we would talk each other off of those cliffs. Like if we had that, you know, that moment and, you know, it all worked out great in in the sense that we were able to comfort each other. Hey, don't think like that. You know, everything's going fine. There's no reason to think that it's not, but, as far as, like you were saying, Angela preparing us procedurally, she also prepared us, like, for what to take to the hospital, like, for delivery. She even, had, like, included in her note, chapstick, because the air is usually dry and your lips will be chapped. <laughs> and I was like, I would have never thought of half of the things that she had had brought to our attention.
0: Sure, sure. So, speaking of delivery day, what was delivery day like?
2: Delivery day was... A long day. <laughs> yeah. A long there, day. <laughs> yes. I think we got there around 9 in the morning. Yeah, about 8.30. Eight 30 in the morning. And huh? you know, they had uh, decided to induce because Julian had gotten so big, they were getting concerned. Sure. Um, and uh, we got there, you know... We got settled, we got checked in. They had a, our own room for us at the hospital, um, which was next to Crystal's room. Mm. Um, we, you know, they started the process finally around maybe 11, or so the doctor came in and he started, you know, the IV of the the medication for inducing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, a few minutes later, hour later, so I said something about where did Dr. Pamet go? And they're like, "Oh, he went back to the office." And I'm like, "He did what? Ah! He went, he just started the he started the induction in went back to the office." You know, I'm freaking. And they're like, "Just calm down." And he said that if he first of all, he's watching this her contractions everything live on a screen in his office. He can be <laughs> back here. He can be back here. He's assured us with traffic in like so many minutes to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know and i'm just like no no this is bad you know and uh,
0: oh so, it's
2: not <laughs> so we initially sat there like on pins and needles would not leave the vicinity for the first five hours maybe thinking that oh it was about gosh. to happen any
0: moment. are you hanging out with crystal during this time or are you guys uh, kind of like in and out
2: the first four hours we were right there in the room with her at about five, six hours, she was starting to not feel well. So we kind of drifted out, you know, and drifted in, but mostly drifted out. Went and got, you know, finally at like seven o'clock, I think, we went down before the cafeteria closed to get something to eat. Oh my um, gosh. I hope you had seven <laughs> At 7 p.m. I don't think so. I, I don't think we did because we thought it was coming any moment. Uh, so I think about 7 p.m. We went down to the cafeteria. It actually got the food and took it back up to the room. We were in our room eating and some nurse came in and said, you guys can finish your food, but you need to be ready. And like the next, I don't know, she said 15 minutes, 10 minutes, something. So we're like, "Okay," but it's now almost (laughs) eight o'clock or it is eight o'clock, I think. So we walk out the door and all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, you know, we still have plenty of time. Obviously, it's been almost 12 hours. So, hey, sure, there's no rush, no rush. And all of a sudden I'd gone to the rest. I don't know where I'd gone. I went to fill up my water bottle. I'm coming back, moseying along and Gregory's like, Todd, get in here. And I'm like, what? Like, what's the deal? And he's like, it's happening. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, what? oh, my God, like, are you serious? Like 12 hours later, they told us, you know, they brought us in the room. They said, stand over to the side. Dr. Payment came in, he said, guys, stand over here. And all of a sudden, like a swarm of 12 people came in that room.
0: Uh Uh,
2: Lights dropped out of the Uh ceiling, the bed, you know, flipped out, like this hotel room turned into a hospital room. Sure. <laughs> and uh, he had us standing there. People were shouting this. People were shouting that. Gregory uh, and I were squeezing each other's hands so hard. Aww. And uh, I apparently was breathing so hard. Later, uh, I was told by a couple of the nurses and Crystal's husband that they thought I was going to hyperventilate or pass out. Because oh my we god, she poor thing. But this time we were we were all still wearing masks. Apparently, my mask was you know being sucked into my face. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> you know, it happened. You know, I, I was expecting we'll be in there for another two hours. That baby came out, and I think he two was minutes. ready to go yeah. like yeah. In, in two minutes from the beginning, he was out in like two minutes. And we heard him cry. And as soon as I heard his cry,
3: mm.
2: I was completely relieved. His mm. cry was so loud, and then. As planned, you know, before he came, they had asked, you know, are you comfortable just going next door with the baby? You know, let us, you know, let Chris have some privacy. We said, yeah. So they wheeled us and Julian next door, and he just uh, he turned his head and he spit the fluid out. I mean, just very strongly. I mean, he was (laughs) so strong, and he just wailed, and I, I just hugged Gregory because. At that point, I knew this boy is strong. I mean, he mm. the, the cry, the just just expelling the fluid from his lungs and screaming, and he was so strong. and it, that I was just that was the moment where i I'll never forget.
3: Oh. Now tell your son, now tell how
2: you Now tell how you experienced it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it was yeah. Todd gave the recap of the day. It was a uh, it, it was a long day waiting for that moment, right? And we
3: kind yeah. of had, you know,
1: again we were waiting, and we were in with Crystal most of the day, and you know again just chit chatting for the day, kind of talking. There was supposed to be a, a, a space shuttle launch that day, so we we're kind of talking about various things and uh, just I, you know just chit chatting for most of the day. And then as it got closer, you could you know she wasn't you know as engaged, you know she wasn't feeling as well. So we did try to give her her space, but. Uh, sure we had planned kind of how this was going to go we talked to the nurses talked to the doctor crystal and we had all kind of agreed on when the time comes here's where you're going to stand here's what you are going to do so we were all ready uh you think you're ready yeah and then and it it, it happened you know once it happened it went you know so quickly and uh it was like you're just over there watching and um um you know, you've seen it on TV, you've, uh, you know, think you know what it's going to be like. It's nothing like that. It's completely different. And uh, yep. <laughs> it is uh, It is truly uh, one of the most amazing experiences, just to, again, see what Crystal was going through, what she was doing, I mean, complete champion of 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 the process there. Uh, she, yeah. uh, it was amazing to watch. And the doctors and, and the nurses that supported her. Um, but just to get to be in the room and part of that experience, uh, again, mm-hmm. was just amazing. Um, and yeah I think my hand was probably broken from squeezing uh, so hard uh, but uh, yeah as soon as he came out was, was crying and, and being able to you know ex- know that everything at least was safe from that standpoint at the time um, was uh, unlike anything that we've ever experienced before it was truly an yeah. amazing experience to get to be there and be a part of that um, and and uh, again then we got to go in our room and uh, then your then your dads and uh, then it starts
2: setting in of oh boy
3: yeah.
1: you know, yeah. you got a lot to learn
2: here. Yeah. Oh boy. And, and, and backing <laughs> up just a moment as he was as he was giving his recap, it reminded me when they t- brought us in and I heard a nurse stringing about getting Dr. Pamet, uh, I heard somebody say he just went into a C-section. And I then I heard Crystal say, Oh hell no, <laughs> because she had been seeing Dr. Pamet, she Dr. Pamet had said he was Gonna bring this baby, but they had called Paige, another doctor, to come. And then we're think, you know, kind of still figuring out what's going on. All of a sudden, Doctor Pamit flies through the door.
0: Oh my gosh!
2: He's like, I put the C-section on hold. I told you guys and you, Crystal, that I'm delivering this baby. I am delivering this baby. Oh! It, so that was a moment of like, of relief. Everybody was, you know, very relieved, and. The other was, uh, as soon as Julian came out and started screaming, and I had that sigh of relief, sure. Dr. Panett in his beautiful suit and his white coat said, he got me. And we're like, what? And he had, just came out and peed all over Dr. Panett. <laughs> this and Julian! friends. <laughs> <laughs> So that was another moment that was entertaining because the whole room was laughing at that moment, I think.
0: Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. What an amazing, amazing day. And now Julian is eight months old, sweet, big, beautiful boy. What has how has y'all's relationship with Crystal evolved since then?
2: Um well, obviously, we've been really busy. She was- really- Uh-huh. Yes.
0: And she's <laughs> yeah. busy. Yeah.
2: And she's really busy. And they uh, actually went through a move and moved here closer to Jacksonville, um, into into Jacksonville from Palm Coast. Uh, so she's been painting and uh, her kids moved schools uh, when they moved up here. So she's been busy. We've been busy, but we've kept up. We've tried, mm-hmm. both of us, really hard to get together around Christmas it didn't happen, but we've stayed in contact. We are all over liking and commenting on each other's Facebook posts. Sure, and and uh, we still are getting together. Obviously, we just it. We haven't had a chance. It's just been no life happens for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think I
1: think the 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 the,
2: the but it's not strange or weird. Yeah, the, it's, it's,
1: it is it is kind of one of those things where you think like we were seeing each other weekly and you go through this experience and then it kind of stops. And that's one thing we were concerned about is we, we wanted to have that, not necessarily, we didn't want to force a relationship, but we sure. hoped that we would be able to have a relationship with our surrogate, you know, throughout the process and after the process and, you know it was a great experience with Crystal throughout the process and the relationships that we built. Um, and since then, yeah, I mean, Crystal's still been supportive of us. She will text and check in. And, um, again, we, we keep it, keep it, keep up with each other through social media as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's a different relationship because we have, we're not seeing each other weekly. Uh, but I still feel like, uh, if we need anything, she would be there to do it in a heartbeat. And likewise, mm. if, we, if, she, if she needed us, we'd be there for her in a heartbeat. And, um, uh, it, it's good to know that you know, that relationship didn't just stop, and I think we—that's important for us, right? We we, we want to be able to support her because she was such a did such an amazing thing for us and gave us such an amazing gift, um and um, um, so continuing that relationship is is really important. And we we've been able to do so, and, and look to do so more as maybe life settles down a
2: little bit more here. Absolutely. In yeah. And towards you know, after everything was over and done, like, uh, Angela had sent a message to both Crystal and I, and, you know, and I responded, you know, to, to Crystal, and I said, Crystal, you know what, we are forever grateful for you, mm. you know, you will for always be a part of our lives, uh, I can't, you know, tell you enough how much we appreciate you, and how much you helped me along the process, and I hope you know that you cannot get rid of me, because <laughs> I will, I will show up at your house, And she responded, (laughs) she responded. She said, Tot, please shut up. I'm still very hormonal and I can't stop the tears.
0: Oh, (laughs) sweet love. Oh my gosh. Oh, you guys, that just, that sounds so, so dreamy. And I am just, I'm so happy you guys had such an amazing experience. Is there anything, any advice Or, you know, just any words of wisdom that maybe you would say to, you know, potential intended parents, whether it be intended parents of, uh, you know, through egg donation or, you know, maybe words of wisdom for a gestational carrier, anything that you would say?
2: Stay calm and stay occupied with something to keep your mind off of it. (laughs) Because there's just a lot you cannot control. Yeah, And you just have to accept that you cannot control it and just find something to occupy your time. (laughs) That's all I've got.
1: Yeah, I I would say uh, feel free to speak up, ask questions. Um, Whether it's through your uh, counselor or whatever you have, whatever support system you have, whether it's your surrogate or your advisor or throughout the donation process and surrogacy process, there's someone out there who has been through it and knows about it and can answer the question, at least tell you, tell you something. And if they can't, they're going to help you find someone who can. Um, So I think for us, at least for me, having that support system, and again, our families were great through this process. Our friends were great through this process in terms of that emotional support, but there's only so much they can do, right? Having someone inside your immediate circle uh, Uh going through this process that can, you know, answer your questions and, um, tell you what's going on. Your, your doctors will do all the stuff they need to do as well. But there's just something about that that relationship with the surrogate, or the relationship with your this the, the uh, your surrogacy, coordinator, surrogacy mm-hmm. solution team, the coordinator that um, you know is unique. Like there's it's just a unique perspective they can give you, um, and it's it's a really valuable um, gift that they each can give in terms of the the calming you down or answering your questions um, so lean into that and don't be afraid to lean into that because i think that helped us to enjoy this experience a lot more um, and just yeah. you know uh be a part of that experience with them um they can be annoying right The the coordinator can ask you things or you know, want you to do certain things like oh, i don't want to do it right now um, <laughs> but the, the more you lean into it and the more you go along with it the the, the more enjoyable the experience is. And I think to me that was the most important thing was just uh, having the ability to have that additional support. I didn't know we needed it um, as much as we did, but so grateful that yeah. we have it.
2: And yeah, like just to piggyback on what Gregory said as far as the like the asking questions, like if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling doubtful, speak up and like yeah, let like I let the fertility clinic know. I, you know, I felt like the wind had been blown out of my sails, you know, right, at one point. Right. And they said, look, this happens, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they they talked me off the cliff. Uh, but unless you speak up, you know, you're just going to carry that burden or that feeling or that fear yeah. by yourself. And it really helps to, like you said, speak up and you occupy your time. But speak up when something's bothering you or you'll just go bonkers.
0: For sure. No, absolutely. Oh, that's, that's excellent. Excellent advice. A hundred percent. Okay. Well, I have one final question for you as anybody who knows me. Um, I am a coffee addict. Love it. Can't, can't go a day without it. So what filled your cup this morning, whether it be literally like coffee or figuratively, what filled your cup this morning?
1: Uh, so I'm the morning dad, and the uh, morning dad. Oh,
0: I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm the get up early and and uh, get ready for the day. That's my responsibilities. Um, so it is the highlight of my morning every day. Um, this morning was a little rough because we had a late night with the baby, but
3: uh, mm. the,
1: the every morning it is um, so like so fun and rewarding for me to get to go in. I get the baby up. Um, And he's sitting up on his own now. So I go into into the room this morning. And, uh, you know, he's sound asleep, just dead sleep. And I go and tell him good morning, turn the lights on. And he like, you know, wakes up with his sleepy head and and, uh, little sleepy eyes. He looks at me smiles and sits up and just starts grinning and ready for the day. Uh, Mm. And that's usually the experience every morning I have. and uh, it's a great way to start the day. So that's my uh, figurative cup being filled is to do that experience <laughs> to start his day. Um, we go to the window, we look out the window and see what's outside and we say good morning to whatever we see. Um, and it's a fun way to start the day of it's mm. the, hopefully it sets his day off on a good path. Sets my day off on a good path. And it's a really fun uh, way that I feel like I get to connect and um, it's a great way to start the day.
0: Beautiful. What about and you? I don't not get coffee, morning, So
2: that that gets me going.
0: <laughs> and <a> coffee, absolutely. <laughs>
2: yeah. Mine first thing in the morning is I have coffee while he's getting Julian up because there I, you I'm, go. I'm the, I'm the night person, not the the morning person. But mine <laughs> is, you know, throughout the the, the day and the afternoon, the, the same as Gregory. Like, you know, when he goes down for a nap, when he wakes up and he's giggling and he's laughing, you know, when he's reaching for you, he's just started to reach. Um, and then, you know, coming down the stairs, he sees the dog wagging his tail and he just laughs and giggles. Oh. I mean, it's, it's just the most amazing feeling. And, and you know, when I open the door, he loves the outdoors. So when I go to mm-hmm. open the door and he realizes we're going outside, he'll just jump up and down and laugh and giggle. And, oh. and then again, you know, at night, I am the one who, you know, gives him, we do bath time together, which is always entertaining and bonding for both of us. Yeah. Um, when we do bath time and play in the water uh but then i rock him to sleep and give him his bottle and it, it is just the most wonderful feeling to have this little child fall asleep in my arms and mm. you know, ease him into bed last night he woke up and he didn't want to be eased into bed two or three times, but, but <laughs> that, that rarely happens i mean he has been sleeping through the night since he was about two months led maybe less Ooh, than two months old
0: yeah, yeah. congratulations I like month, Yeah,
2: i think maybe <laughs> a month and a half he's been sleeping at least six hours and now he <gasps> sleeps 10 hours he's been sleeping 10 hours for at least six months yeah.
0: oh my goodness parents all over the world will be jealous of this <laughs> <laughs> you guys again thank you so so much for sharing your story your journey all of the ups and downs um I know uh just we're so grateful for you to just you know share all of that um and I know um you know from Angela she just loved working with you guys so 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 much um you know just as a colleague so so yeah be well thank you thank you thank you give squeezes to Julian for for all of us um and and thanks again you guys <laughs> yeah,
2: thank you, thank you.
0: You have just finished listening to an episode of Me, You and Who. To find out more about egg donor and surrogate solutions, go to www.createahappyfamily.com.